When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A very pleasant Monday lunchtime to you. Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast. Sands the mansion. That's right. Adam Hogue with the day off today. Somehow, someway, uh, yours truly, Nick and Kevin, who is sitting in today, will have to carry you. There's so much to get into today, but I do want to give a belated uh, happy Father's Day to uh, all the dads out there in whatever form. Kevin, of course, you're the only one on the show that actually has real children, so congratulations to you, uh, my friend. And you, Lawrence, of course. Me? Of course, bad eyes, bad eyes by me. I was just staring this way. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence and Kevin. Got a birth certificate to prove it. There you go. There you go. Uh, dog dad. You're a dog dad. You're a dog dad. I'm kind of a dog dad. Um, yeah. You know, there was, uh, it was, Father's Day is always a beauty. Took, took Papa Fred out for dinner. He was yelling at the waitresses. It was great. <laughs> Which also, for the record, I won't give the location, but middle of Father's Day dinner, I put it in the Slack channel. In walks, Bears fans, Ted Phillips with his family. And I was like. What was the reaction from fellow diners? I don't think anybody noticed other than me, and I said loudly to my brother, there's Ted Phillips. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Didn't send over a drink or a celebratory? Uh, you know, no. I, 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 I really did want to go over and be like, so, Ted, this Waukegan and Naperville thing, it's complete <laughs> bullshit, right? You guys, are just, you guys are just messing around. That's, I, I know you're still involved in some way, shape, or form, but I, I figured that Ted didn't want to hear from me. My my dad got a laugh out of that the Waukegan because from Waukegan I showed him the our segment he's like oh it makes a lot of sense so so you come on the beat full time Ted resigns the connection is clear Carl. yes well there I, I guess so there now is. he can't even go out to dinner without running into you uh, no I, I'm seeing. Uh, some some what are you pointing at nick nice haircut carm see i told you it looks good it's a fate it, something i would get mark so yeah. right we uh, if you missed our content from friday we went out to uh, the demolition and uh that sucked but uh, it was it was cool to be there appreciate the bears and you know inviting everybody inviting us and um it's just painful seeing arlington heights get you know get seeing Arlington International Racecourse get taken down. I, yeah. you know, I, I was never a huge horse racing guy, but I, but I went plenty of times. It's, it's an iconic spot, man. That's got nothing, not, have nothing to do with the Bears, but like for horse racing fans, like I, I felt the pain. Yeah, I, it made me go into my basement, and I was, uh, I tweeted out a picture of some old programs that I don't know why I still have them, but they're in my basement. We did, we did an entire CHGO pod. Is it, like, is it the demolition of Arlington a sad event? And, you know, from a horse racing and just kind of a Chicago sports history perspective. And I th think the answer is unequivocally yes. And then to see the footage that you put out there. And for my money, like, a Friday afternoon at Arlington Park was just as good Phenomenal. as a Friday afternoon at, at Wrigley Field. Three o'clock I mean, first post. Party at the park, on, what do they call go. it? Yeah, party at the park, sure, yeah. yeah. Get some tickets, hang out. 
finish get up some high cheese school. fries from the, the food court. They had great cheese fries. They, they had a great food court period, and yeah. they also and the to, it was just awesome back. Like even if you weren't a gambler back in the day, just to walk down to the what do they call it the paddock, the paddock where they're yeah. walking around <laughs> yep. and you see the. I mean the horses are so incredibly beautiful and it's like. You know, you want to pet them, you want to ride them, you want to, all of it. It was just like it was a, it was a, it was a cool. I just I enjoyed being. And then I go up there and put two dollars to sh- to win place and show on uh, you know the four to one favorite and hope for, to make seven dollars. So what was like? I mean, it, like the, the Bears invited everyone out there. You you got out there, Nick. You went after the show. Mm-hmm. What was it like? What, like when you got there, did they say here's why you're here? So it was weird. I I, I pull into the parking lot. There's. 17 7 to 17 media mostly wow. everybody's cameraman i don't see like the normal right. there's no there's no i don't see kevin fishbane uh, the mansion is off in mansion land <laughs> courtney cronin's nowhere to be found it's just it's just random people and me and cheryl raced out basically from wbz's out there i'm like all right I so i this saw is, her in one of your videos yeah yeah so uh, you know this is going to be a uh, lightly covered event here they put it out in the morning who's going to get out to arlington heights in three hours you know CHGO snaps into action. Yeah, um, but, and then they're like, so the, the highlight of the whole thing, they had a construction leading person taking us in. And he gave this breakdown of what we we're going to do. Okay, we want to make sure it's going to be safe for you. We're going to make, I mean, he gave like every, I'm like, Aren't we this just was his walk- time to shine? It was. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, aren't we just walking up and taking a picture? He's like, there's going to be dust. The thing's going to be coming down. You're going to be. I'm like, and so I mean, he took he took his role super seriously. And I'm just sitting there like looking around, like, is anybody else feeling how ridiculous this is? But you know, and then we got out there, and it was and there was no. Well, and then danger. they gave you a red construction helmet, and people are dogging you on social media saying, why are you wearing a Kansas City Chiefs? Construction helmet, not knowing that it was the construction company that gave it to you, but the Bears probably should have had some sort of blue and orange thing ready, right? So that's interesting because there were two options. The person who was handing out the helmets was like, are you in front of the camera or are you behind the camera? And he was giving black to behind the camera and red to in front of the camera. So I was, which I don't know how you distinct that the red is more camera worthy than the black. I think the black kind of a little bit cooler. And yes, that thing is crooked and sideways on me. And I admittedly look generally like an idiot. But um, <laughs> so that's what you were going for. I was going for that. Yeah. But, but I, well, not, I mean, yes and no. Like I, was, I was trying to wear it. I was supposed to wear it. Are we playing this, Lawrence? No, we're no, not. Don't I'm play just trying to, I'm trying to get the, uh, okay. the picture up, though. Okay, so... Uh, Whatever red red forward face, and they give you the they give you the glasses, they give you the thing. The best, but when yeah. we were coming out of there, they're like, they wanted it all back. Yeah, like, but the glasses are were in like a plastic thing. Like you're you're getting you're taking used glasses back. Can't this be a parting gift for this moment in time? You're like, why can't I keep the glasses? And then Nick was out there like a little weird. It's like going to a three D movie. You got to give the glasses back. Uh, yeah, yeah I, you, I you, guess. Go to, you go see Arlington Park get get knocked down. Well, now, did they say why? Like, I don't know anything about demolition. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. You probably don't either. Yeah. Though you probably know more now than you did on Friday morning. But. It's true, I do. Like, why not just rig the thing and then just have the the thing implode and. Pre- so one of the guys out there, they talk about like, no one's blowing anything up. We're not, we're not going to create some huge Damn dust it. ball. We're going to, we're going okay, to, sense. we're going to take this down to the ground uh, piece by piece in essence. Is it too it, residential? Yeah, I, I, I I'm 
I mean, the, the Metra's right there. You don't want to get dust The barbershop is right I mean, there. Yeah, my, my guy Don, who's cutting my hair. He, the overhang is massive. I, don't, I have no idea how they get that down. Yeah, I... Well, and then it was, it, I thought actually the scariest job that anybody had out there was you had a, uh, there was one woman who's holding a hose, just making everything wet. So I guess to, so there's the, no the, dust. The dust, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. I'm, I'm a genius. I was figuring this out. Like, why are you out there with those? Oh, okay. So it's, it's, but she's like right there and they're like taking the thing off. And I'm was like, it like a garden hose. <laughs> yeah. With a garden. And I'm like, <laughs> <Up> close and <laughs> personal. like that, that looks like a tough gig right now. I mean, I would be like this, you know, this huge um, Braggs, what they call those things, you probably know. Uh, excavator? Excavator? Is it an excavator? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This huge excavator with these, you know, Star Wars. Like, I'm like, that thing looks <laughs> like, like anything could happen right now. Apparently not. But she's right there hosing it down. Um, so, so. But my question is this. All right. Yeah. So they're out here. They're flirting with Naperville. They're flirting with Waukegan. But then they have the media come out and have a big show of them tearing down Arlington Park. So what, like, what is the strategy here? I, I, I. I have the same question. Like, what? Why did the Bears want people out there to see this happen? Like, mm-hmm. what was the what was the motivation for that? I, I don't have a good answer. Like you, we know that you're doing this. You, uh, is it like just like they're, like there's like sprinkling drops out to the public to see if there's going to be a freak out that this is happening and and maybe we'll stay in Chicago. That seems like that ship is well past. Except I'm the only one that won't accept it. Uh, is this a negotiating ploy to Naperville and Waukegan? Like, see, we're still doing this. So up the ante. I like I I don't I really don't know. Uh, is there going to be more? I mean, are, is the media going to be allowed to attend more of the demolition too? No, like, okay, so, so that was it. I don't think so. Okay, that, that was this it. This is just a very I mean. Pick any period of Chicago Bears history of the last 40 years. It's been a weird time to be a Bears fan. Like, this is, like, really weird. Yeah, I – Because – It feels obvious that the they're The team going is on right. the upswing. Yeah. You've got a possible franchise quarterback, we hope. And, like, if it was another part in Bears history, I would say, let's just fast forward five years and, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I would like to get past all this. But we're going to have to deal with all this posturing and all this, you know, politicking um, – I guess it's great that we're going to have a good Bears team to actually root for, but like, don't you like? Don't you just want to get past all this and see what happens? Uh, well, and we, I got a, I got a piece coming out later today about 2023 and the team, and it's you know, we're we're in the same spot as always. It's all about the QB, mm-hmm. but then the side part, like, what is going to happen, and where is, like, I. Does people want to hear from Kevin Warren? I'd like to hear from Kevin Warren where we're at here. Like a very, yeah. like, layout. Look, we're, we are not, like, I, would, I, I, I wouldn't mind a line in the sand. We're not doing this unless boom, boom, boom. I mean, he doesn't need to negotiate in the public. I mean, and he's probably a little bit smarter than me about all this type of stuff. But, I, but I'd be <laughs> interested to hear, like, where they're at. I'm just interested, too. Like, are the, how many more cities are going to get involved here, right? You have Waukegan, Naperville. But who's to say that X, Y, and Z is not going to get involved while this is still an ongoing thing? Unless some, unless Arlington Heights, I would say, diverges off of what they've kind of is the, the big problem here, the tax, uh, the tax on the stadium and how much it's going to cost. Like, who's to say that this won't continue ongoing? Didn't DeKalb try to get involved before the, I, re, re, the, the renovation last time? Did they? I, I don't it, think so. I think I they I did because I remember I was working at good old WLBK 1360 AM. Shout out to Mark Baldwin, the great morning host back in the day who's now playing the trumpet somewhere. <laughs> he, he, I, 
Like I remember, like the the like the cab trying. It's what Is that he a euphemism? He's a you know he's a, no no he's a, he's a musician. There's nothing going on there. We Baldwin was was a great man. Nobody nobody knows who Mark Baldwin is. I get it, but just trust me. Great dude, loved him. Me, him, Jonathan stage in the morning. So it was a, it was a hot show. But so I, I I distinctly remember like the Bears, or like distinctly is a little too stop. But I I have yeah. like vague remembrances of. The Bears and DeKalb being a thing. So let's go to Cal. Why don't you get in there to your point, Nick? I, I can't believe that Rosemont or Elk Grove Village True. haven't got involved. I mean, they, they've, they've got mayors that yeah. love to get the headlines. Uh, but that's the whole thing. Right. Bedford Park. Could we, sure. Could we build a stadium down there? I mean, I, in the video that we did last time, I was like, hi, Wood, let's go. <laughs> put it right next to the Nightingale. And let's, have, let's all have a good hooting time. All right. Um, let's, let's, let's segue. There's... There's a lot going on here. Nick wants to talk about uh, training camp battles coming up. Uh, but I do think we should, just as we wrap up Father's Day, can we hear from Jordan Love talking to Bears fans, Lawrence? This was uh, a great little weird, confusing moment from the Packers starting quarterback. I think most people have seen it. But if you haven't, this was Jordan Love wishing Bears fans a happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Paco. So and then people. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, oh. Now he's commented on this like he was doing mm-hmm. it as a favor. We'll pull up the tweet. Um, you know, he, he you could see it there. Uh, was asked to do a special favor for this fan, and there's the fan, solid Bears fan. I'm sure he's a huge fan of CHGO. Didn't think much of it, but uh, I see y'all really took and ran with it okay so yes jordan we did because you just called us your daddy um which we well, no, are it's kind so of ju- the opposite he's yeah. he's saying that bears we're fan. his father right yeah i said he, it wrong he's a child and he's gonna get and his the brains fan. beaten in for the next season or however many seasons he's there did you see jaquan brisker too he kind of yeah, brisker jumped back in. at him he's like he can't even get the the thing right in terms of like how to like talk smack so I don't know. Uh, Jordan Love is now entering. He's going to see full force this Bears-Packers rivalry. I was going to say, Jordan Love just got a crash course in realizing that you're a starting quarterback in the NFL and not completely invisible behind Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Shots have been fired. <laughs> Love it. And, and he's with – he was with so – I, I, I'm confused. That was a Bears fan or a Packers fan uh, who asked him to do Braggs, that? who is broken in the chat here, he says, give Chris from London an official shout-out for the video. He oh, so it was a Bears Chris? fan who actually asked him to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yes. All right, Chris. I thought, yeah, I, th- I, I read it. I saw it the opposite way that, that Lawrence just pointed out how it's supposed to be viewed. So I thought he was. No. Which is why I did the Sopranos O thing. I, I, my, my biggest takeaway from this is that Jordan Love just seems like a very nice guy, a friendly <laughs> Jordan Love. And, you know, he's just here to hang out and do whatever anybody asks him, which is exactly what we want out of a Packers quarterback. Dude, just get a chill. He just, <laughs> yeah, don't do it he's just, Yeah, you know, happy Bear Father's Day to the Bears fans out there. All right. I guess I do like to see poor decision-making from the starting quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. exactly. That, that, that just – that is a straight sign that – interceptions are to <laughs> are come coming. they're they're just they're absolutely positively right around the corner so jordan um hope you had a great day yesterday and as you have seen we uh you know we are all paying attention to you all right 
now that that's put to bed, we can get into your position battles here, Nick. And I know you <laughs> want to start with the the running back coming out of tra- uh, coming out of mini camp with training camp now thirty seven uh, 38, 38, 38 odd days. thirty eight days away. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the position battles are. It's interesting because there's obviously a lot that still needs to be figured out with this Bears roster, but I think the biggest one that's going to take most of the headlines as we're looking 38 days from now when training camp begins, who's going to be the running back RB1? And I think Khalil Herbert has that right now. But we still haven't seen none any of these guys do what is arguably the, one of the most important things for this offense is their ability to block and protect Justin Fields. David Walker, the running backs coach, was really high on just whatever guy is going to be the the bell cow, if you will. they got to be able to block. Yep. And we haven't been able to see any of that in OTAs or minicamp. There's not a lot of contact being made. So when you look at a guy like Khalil Herbert, didn't have the best pass blocking last season. We know that Roshan Johnson has been praised about his ability to pass block. And Deontay Foreman is a guy that I think can do a little bit of everything. But when you look at the running back battle, and I said this on Friday's show when I was with Will, like whichever one of these running backs can be the most consistent pass pass blocker, I think they're going to be the one that's going to see a lot of the carries in, when the season actually starts because I think all three of these guys have the vision and capability to run between the holes, can read this wide zone scheme. So whichever one of these guys I think can be the best pass blocker may be the guy that, hey, uh, Luke Getzey's going to run with for a series, maybe more than that. So it's going to be interesting how this all plays out in training camp. I, To me, what's it, – what's, super interesting is how often are they going to keep it on the ground mm-hmm. and like if if you were splitting carries right now but so let's say they split carries between Dante and Khalil right mm-hmm. so are each one of them getting 10 to 13 something like that maybe yeah. 8 to 12 somewhere in there so call it 20 and then Fields is going to rush the ball how many times five times that's 25 yeah. Uh, you know, we're getting we're at half uh, already of the plays, in essence, are going to be on the ground. Plus, then, you know, you could have an, you know, is, is Roshan going to get a couple knocks here and there? Will they have some jet sweeps? It will, like yeah, that, right. You can so. do something with Valus if he makes the football team. We'll get to Valus in a little bit here. Um, but I, the, to me, when we do the position battles, like I, I look at the running back thing is it's, it's just going to be a straight split. Like it really doesn't mm-hmm. matter who. Who is going to start? Because I think they're both going to get the football a ton. I'm looking in the comments. We have Rob with Deontay Foreman will uh, win it to start the season. You have Alex. Roshan does it all. He's going to win to start the job. So we have some fluctuation here. on. And look, Khalil Herbert's not even mentioned there. So I think it's it's going to be a position well, battle that a lot of people are paying attention to. Look, look, if Roshan wins the job, that'd be the greatest thing ever because that means he's 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 like off the charts, just dominating. Do everything, yeah. Khalil Herbert led the NFL last year in yards per carry at five point seven. Let's not yep, like I mean true. that's okay. I, I know that's not the most exciting thing to any Bears fan, including me. But 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 it's worth noting that the dude had a very good year. Mm-hmm. So just to say that Dante Foreman's going to take his job feels a little tall to me. However, Dante Foreman. He had a great year last year, and just seeing him in a Bears uniform, that dude is ripped. Yeah, and he is. He, he is a, I mean, his, he is tree trunks for legs. That guy is going to run people over. And I, as, as weird as it may sound, dude was incredible getting ready to stretch before <laughs> each minute. This, Lawrence, his flexibility, 
Not showing it, but yeah, it looks. I'm glad it. Guy is guy is a great pigeon, phenomenal pigeon, <sighs> uh, and, and uh, what's that? What's that other one that? Uh, we're talking about stretching poses, like the clay or the something. I don't know oh, what the hell he does. I need to do them because we're going to learn a lot about Bob Foreman and Roshan Johnson. We already know what we know about Khalil Herbert, although we don't know about him in, in that role um, without you know David Montgomery getting in the way. But true, yeah. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see because obviously Foreman and and Roshan Johnson are going to have their have you know their drawbacks. But right now, with where we're sitting. It seems like the sky's the limit with those guys, right? Like, oh, yeah, you for know, sure. this is this is great. Uh, I will, I want to ask you this: When's the last time a fantasy football draft rolled around and a Bears wide receiver was by far going to be the taken yeah. way off the board before the the Bears running back? So, so that that's a great transition to the wide receiver spot, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we got to go back to Brandon Marshall. It's been a, it's been more than a minute here. So but even then, I mean, Matt Forte, Forte was so probably going before yeah, Marshall. Yeah, I would. yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, and that's like the DJ Moore thing is such an enormous development for the Bears that they actually have somebody that's going to bring some level of calm to the quarterback. Like True, the Bears yeah. have done nothing but shake up Justin Fields. Hey. Here's a first year of complete disaster. These dudes have no idea what they're doing. They're going to start Andy Dalton, not get you ready at all, and then go out there against Cleveland with the best defensive line in football with no plan and go get yourself killed, and then we'll figure, out, figure it out from there. Now we're going to bring in a completely different regime, first-time head coach, first-time OC, all this, and, 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 and we're going to diminish the roster, even though we're going to give you Chase Claypool, one major addition, but he's not going to be able to figure anything out, so it's not going to help you yeah. at all. And so now, and then, and by the way, we're going to mess with your footwork too. Yep. Uh, now, finally going into year three, okay, you've been here, you get the program, you may not love it. I don't think he does, but he's, uh, this is what it is, so he's doing his best to adapt. And now you have this guy who actually has had success in the league and you can lean on him. Mm-hmm. And not surprisingly, or maybe a little bit surprisingly, because everything seems to, you always get kind of get disappointed, but not surprisingly, I guess, they have instant chemistry. So I think it's like a, it's a huge thing, which is why, by the way, if you're, Kevin, to your point, fantasy-wise, I draft DJ Moore. The guy's going to have the ball in his hands a ton. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. no doubt about it. And when we're looking at the wide receivers, there's no discrepancy about, you know, him and the position battle. When I'm looking at position battles for the wide receiver group, there is a lot of guys in the room right now. And last season, the Bears kept seven wide receivers on the 53. Uh, Tajay Sharp was actually waived before the season started, but he made the initial 53. So I'm thinking that number comes down to six, you guys. So if we're looking at six wide receivers potentially making this 53-man roster, you have DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool. Let's put Tyler Scott, the rookie, as your fourth guy. Equinemius, five. And then you have two guys who I think have... They've shown some stuff in training camp or mini camp a little bit, but Dante Pettis, who also is your return man, your punt returner, showed to be the most consistent guy at that position. And Velas Jones Jr. right now. Ryan pulls his third round draft pick, his only wide receiver drafted in his first draft. And he's shown a little bit in mini camp so far, but. And he's been getting some reps as a punt returner also in mini camp. So maybe trying to show his versatility. But if you had to keep just six. I think in Dante Pettis or Valus Jones Jr. may be the guys fighting for that final spot. Do we think anybody would give the Bears a sixth-round pick for Valus Jones Jr.? Absolutely not. 
I, I, I said a six rounder, but you know, oh. like literally nothing. Because, so it's a t- it's a bad spot for Valence. It's a bad spot for the Bears. Like I don't I don't see a logical path for him to make the team unless he can actually show that he can return both punts and kicks. Like he needs to be able to do that. And he has if, such if like you, a niche role too. He's like, not as good. He's not even close to as good of a receiver as Dante Pettis. And, and the reason why I think it matters too is like you don't know if Claypool's going to be healthy. You don't know if Darnell Mooney's going to be mm-hmm, healthy. True. Which is why I, I I just I know it's not happening, but I'm just paying attention to DeAndre Hopkins, who met with the Patriots, and then. The ESPN's Jeremy Fowler is reporting that he's in no rush to sign with a team and has considered waiting until closer to training camp. Um, and him and Belichick have a strong relationship, and the Bears have shown no interest, so I don't think this is going to happen. But it's, If Mooney's comeback is slow, do you consider it at all? Right. So yeah. that's the thing. Like that You get to training camp. Mooney's got, you know, screws in his feet. He, he's, not, he's not ready to go. The Bears are nervous about it. This season is about Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. What you know, you'd be bringing in a vet with a significant personality who's going to want the football into that room. But you also have a very experienced guy in DJ Moore. Like, would you, would you do it at that point? So I, I, to me, it's it's at least something worth considering mentioning because you're you you want Justin Fields to be successful, and I and I know that he's not in his prime, but like Hopkins might be a guy that could help have that make that happen. Back to Vela so quickly. Nick, yeah. I, I want to know from, from your perspective, does him being a third-round draft pick give him any edge in the second year, give him any protection in the second year from being cut, or do you think at this point? I, I, I'd say yes. Yeah. I, I you would, think it still does? I think a, I mean, a little. For Ryan Poles, I think for him, it's like, can you be okay with, if he doesn't pan out, that you can move on from him? Yeah. I don't know if he wants to make that decision right now in year two. Right when there was so much dysfunction on the Bears' offense, and Valus was playing a little bit better towards the end of the season, he was even as you know as a wide receiver. But I think it does give him a little bit of protection. And ultimately, if you're looking for that sixth guy, I think Valus can make it. Can you put Dante Pettis on on the practice squad with the new rules in place? You can, but would he get poached? I, I don't know how many people are looking for a Dante Pettis right now. I I don't have the answer to that, but yeah. I, I think Ryan Poles will look at this like, hey, let's give him another shot, another year in this offense to build a Justin Fields here. Yes, maybe he's more um, inclined to only be a vertical threading on those jet sweeps, but mm-hmm. it, it's like I never see Va- – I can't envision Valus Jones Jr. being like a complete wide receiver in, in, in this it, offense or in the see, league. My, my whole thing is he's coming off a rookie season in which he put the ball on the ground multiple times in high-leverage situations. So yeah. at what point over training camp do you convince the leadership that you're not going to do that anymore? Like, can they take that mm-hmm. risk putting that guy back there even from? So, so okay, let's, let's just talk that through to its conclusion. You're the Bears coaches, right? Are you, hey, buddy, preseason game number one, you're back there. Let's see it. Yeah. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Like, we know what we have in Dante. I don't need to see you return that punt. Have you seen? Are you you're gonna do it just fine, but I mean that's to be better than Pettis doing it. That's not gonna be. It's not gonna be easy. It's for not Bayless. an easy putt. It's just not. No. We did see flashes from Bayless and a, a couple points last year, mm-hmm. but 
it was way overweight, you know. And by the way, shout out to Velas because that's helped secure the number one pick. But yeah, good <laughs> yeah. job, couple excellent, drops. excellent <laughs> performance yeah. by twelve. He, v- Velas is very likable. He's he's, sure. uh, he's appreciated in the locker room. I th- from what I can tell, at least, he's also. He's a jokester. He's 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 a he's more of a fun loving dude. And I'm not, anybody that got so to he's this, the Dale and Terry of the Bears. Is what you're saying? He has a little bit of Dale and Terry. Okay. He does. That's not a that's not a terrible call. Yeah. I would say he's a little more serious. It's not a great than comparison either when it's, it's it comes to on great. field or on it's, court. But I know? think that's like I, I think that's actually a pretty good at comparison. Dalen's I think a little bit more in the relaxed crew. Yeah. Um, than than Valus. and. Anybody who makes it to the NFL, the NBA, you've got a level of incredible seriousness and competitiveness mm-hmm. that, that that nobody on this set has. A massive respect to all of you. However, I don't know, man, you guys are going to go out and win softball, win number three tonight. We are going for this number three. Don't sell yourself short. It's very true. We, got, we have, uh, I mean, we're we're missing some key spots now. We're going to be Herb. We're missing you, buddy. Um, big one. Yep, 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 and 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 Sean made his debut last last week. Was having a had a big night. Ryan uh, had a big night. Everybody's just you know contributing. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough uh, wrangling this crew here, Kevin. I don't know how you do it every single day. I mean, <laughs> where's where's the dedication? Um, all right, let, let's let's uh, we, so we hit the running backs. We hit the receivers. There is a super chat about the res- the running backs. Sure. Can we let's knock that out real fast here from the Bears bastard for nine ninety nine. Thank you, sir. Or ma'am. Uh, Flu strikes me as the sit-and-wait type no matter what Rojo does in camp because he's a rookie. Don't think he starts until back half of the season, even though I think he's the best all-around back. I don't know if I agree with that um, I, because Flu will start rookies. Like, we've seen it. Like, out of necessity, he had to do it last year. But they're like Tyreek Stevenson's a guy that's already – he's going to be your starting cornerback opposite of Jalen Johnson. So, I think for Flu, like, if he sees a talent, maybe it takes a little bit of time, but – I don't think he's going to wait to put somebody out there if he thinks they're better. He didn't last year. I got no problem playing rookies. I mean, he didn't wait on Brisker. He didn't wait on Gordon. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that last year was a growth year. It'd be ins- it would have been insane if he did. But let's give some respect again to Herbert and, and Foreman of what they've done in the league. He's got – yeah. the, there's not no one in front of him. It's going to take a second. Um, all right, get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Do it with Foco, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It's spring. Baseball season is here. Cubs are getting a little more interesting than I thought they would. Congratulations to the Cubbies. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polo bags, everything you need for a game. And, of course, our set decorations. Foco has donated a few awesome pieces for our sets. Thank you to Foco. Uh, We appreciate that. Check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use that promo code CHGO. You get 10% off. And you got to check out Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead for premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn here at CHGO. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I have my Shady Rays over there so I can go and use them, have my eyes protect, look good while wearing my Shady Rays, always in my car, easy access. And what's awesome is if you lose or break your pair, 
Even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have you back long after your purchase. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to give you the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code CHGO for 50% off two or more polarized shades. Try for yourself. The shades are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And a reminder that the CHGO bears off season coverage brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at ComEd.com forward slash powering bids. All right, let's take a quick look around the rest of the uh, position battles. Then we're going to do some stock up, stock down. And then, teasing out the rest of the show, I'm looking around at the rookies and what they're doing. And I've got some jealousy going on that I want you guys to maybe settle me down about. Uh, All right, D-line. We, where are you, Yannick Ngakwe? Are you signing today with the Bears or is it tomorrow? <laughs> Herb Howard, can you get Yannick Ngakwe in here? Come on, Love Herb. seeing Herb in the comments. Appreciate you, Herb. You're my guy. Even though you've turned me down for scout seats, you've turned me down for playing softball with us, you're just you know, turning calm down. It's, it, it, hurts, it, hurts my, it hurts my heart. Oh, Don't worry, everybody man. else is turning me down for the scout seats. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's got nothing to do with the White Sox. I'm sure it's all just about me. Uh, no, it's about that horrific organization on the south side. They're terrible. Nah. Yeah. There you go. Wait, Wait the food's free, though? Five and a half back. Food's free? Food's it. Food and drink, brother? Good food. I gotta go. Lord's is but down. You need me, I need more. I need I don't get. You do, I, there's you no know, notice. There's no notice. I get, I get them two hours before. Okay, well. But, I, but you know, I'm tough. just going to create a long list. All right, uh, next time I get them. All right, uh, D-line. Demarcus Walker, Travis Gibson, Dominic Robinson. What do you got here? Who's who's going to be the starter? Nick, tell us. You yeah, know, I uh, can feel it. Who? I mean, who's the odd man out in that? If you're looking at two defensive ends, and I'm penciling in Demarcus Walker as one of the starters. Who are the tackles? The tackles? Yeah. The defensive tackles? That's also that's a part of this defensive line, too. <laughs> yeah. Justin Jones is going to be a starter, yeah, for sure, on the inside. The is it... Is it Andrew Billings? Is it Javon Dexter? Is it Zach Pickens? I mean, you have a bunch of guys that I think it can better. play multiple positions. So, it, but it better be your, I, I would say, your, your second-round draft pick that you got in Javon Dexter. It better be Javon Dexter. Well, the best scenario for the Bears is if it's Javon Dexter. Who got a, who's you know, jumping into a little preview of our stock up. That dude got a lot of love uh, mm-hmm. coming out of yep. uh, coming out of minicamp. But, okay, keep going. But, yeah, I just look at the defensive line and – Obviously, there's going to be a lot of rotations happening, so a lot of these guys are going to get on the field. But the big thing with Travis Gibson this year, now he's playing both sides. That wasn't a thing that he did last season. So I wonder if that's like the coaching staff. Well, you're not going to be in the position that Demarcus Walker is going to play in. Can you play on the opposite side? And when you look at Travis Gibson's career, he really hasn't lined up, I think would be on the left side of the uh, defensive line. So... Is Dominique Robinson, like, we haven't heard a lot about Dominique Robinson in OTAs or minicamp. Can he ascend to have a good, strong year, too? So, for me, it's like, I don't think it, does it really matter who's who ends up starting? I don't, I don't know if that's a big thing, but because these guys are going to come in and out, but, like, Travis Gibson is a guy that had a disappointing season. Outside of week one for Dominique Robinson, like, it wasn't. It wasn't that great. So these guys are all on academic probation, <laughs> like I was after my first semester at Iowa. And you're either gonna make it right now. I or lived on that at uh, Iowa. Oh, What's no. that? I lived on academic probation at Iowa. I mean, it was. And then I left Iowa. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I will always be grateful for my Hartford Hawk teammate who came in and perhaps helped me in a very significant way with a midterm exam. Kirkwood Community College shout out for hey. a semester. Yep. There you go. Hey. 
how just got to get it done. However, where you get there, but that, they are. They're all on, these guys are all on probation. Dominic, last shot at it, brother. Can you do it? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Same 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 thing for. I think this is the end of the line for Travis Gibson, and I I am optimistic that you know both those dudes can have a lot bigger impact this year mm-hmm. with the, with more help around them. But the problem mm-hmm. is, is that the you know there isn't like we didn't go out and get the guy in the middle that's going to set everything up for those guys. I mean, maybe Jervon can step in and, and, and have a nice rookie season, but it's, it's a lot to put on his shoulders, and clearly Justin's not that guy. So it's still an edge guy on the Bears is going – you're going to have to – you have to be really damn good to have an impact, which is the scariest thing right now for me about the football team. Yeah, and I'm looking at – so Rob has a good comment here, and this is something that we actually talked about. I think it was one of the shows that we did, Mark, but about Travis Gibson being double-teamed a lot because there wasn't anybody else that the right. opposing teams had to worry about. So it's like, all right, I guess we'll take away Travis Gibson. So having more guys in the interior that will rotate, keep each other fresh, should help out a guy like Travis Gibson. So I think you should see better numbers hopefully across the board for these guys, but it's still a group where there are questions about it. You hope that the defensive pressure is going to be better. It needs to be because your safety, your safety cannot lead your team in sacks this year. Like if Jaquan Brisker does that again, we have a Probably. major, major issue with this Bears defense. But, yeah, it's, it's a good point brought up by uh, Rob there. Uh, Jaquan Brisker, God bless him, but – He's doing a lot of talking. Just to, he is. Just Fields' best quarterback in football. He's going at Jordan Love. <laughs> he's letting Tyler Scott know when he dropped a pass in he, uh, camp. He, he let, yeah, he, got a, he, he called Ty, Tyler Scott, dropped one at the goal line. If people missed that show uh, on Thursday or whatever, and Jaquan Briscoe's right there to give him the too big for, too big for the moment for you, or too big of yep, a moment yep. for you. I love Jay. What's, what's your concern level on the defensive line right now? One to ten. Twelve. <laughs> it's up there for me. I'm at way like, up there. I'm a six right now. I'm at Come a six. On. I'm at. He's a, six. a more measured person, but I don't think so. That it's, that's prob- it's probably a nine. I think that's it's, like it's 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 going to be better because you have better on the interior, though. Like the Bears did not have that. They didn't have guys have, in the interior. Okay. They didn't, and I think I, that really does help the edges in this scheme. You where, can't tell a lot from OTAs and, and minicamp, but mm-hmm. going out there and, and and looking at Dexter and looking at Pickens, do you say okay, these are guys? we're going to be able to build around? I think uh, Shervon Dexter especially. And, you know, when they made the pick, I was not the biggest fan of Shervon Dexter. You watch and see the, the slow oh, get so off. slow off the line. Yeah, that was a big thing. But the more we've seen him in person, the more – the like, again, this, this may mean nothing at all, but he was the one guy chasing after Justin Fields on a run over to the right side on a QB keeper. And, like, okay – Javon Dexter gets it. He gets the, the hustle, the intensity, everything that the, the Bears coaching staff wants. And now that he's going to be with other guys, he can rotate in and out, which he didn't have at Florida. Mm-hmm. He's going to – I think he could be a, a troublemaker inside, to Let's hope so. say I the mean, least. He needs to pan out. I mean, yeah, that, that pick is so huge. Uh, you, you give away the, the, the top of the, sec- the second, bottom of the first for Chase Claypool. Yep. You can't waste that pick, too. I mean. Look, if, 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 if they are going to win football games this year, I think two things are going to have to happen outside of the overall obvious that Justin's just got to get to the next level. But it's they're going to have to have an effective run game, and the D-line is going to have to be 
significantly better than last year. And uh, it's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. It could happen. Dexter could have a huge impact. Zach Pickens could flash. Tr- whatever. I, 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 and whoever they're going to add, I would bet a significant amount of money that there will be somebody else put in the mix before we get to training camp. The flu, his face lit up when, they, when he was asked about it, so I, I expect mm-hmm. that to be there. And Demarcus Walker's talking a very positive game, too. So, For sure, yeah. so, so maybe there will be something. He had seven sacks last year, so that's not anything. Uh, a couple of other positions. Uh, strong side linebacker, Noah Sewell versus Jack Sandberg. I don't know why this is on the list that you put down there. <laughs> that's, that's, but until the sand god gets back on the field, I suppose it's a slight. Uh, and people are saying that Sewell showed something. He's athletic, man. He's he's got intangibles, Mark. Okay, but I know Jack Sanborn. He's gonna be ready. Uh, Come I, training camp. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sweating that. Um, backup cornerback Kendall Vildor, Jalen Jones, Terrell Smith. Smith did not practice in minicamp, and Vildor is making nearly three million bucks. Yeah. So, but the Bears can afford that. It's not it's not a ton of money, but it's, you know it's it's, it's significant for uh, a backup. Uh, super chat from the V Bears bastard, which is where we're at with the corners. Who does Stevenson compete with? Vildor? I get what you're saying, but there were way more holes. Running back could be the deepest position. I agree. We all agree, I think. The, yeah. the, that, that room is stacked. Um, but it, it, who is he competing with? Rookies. That's who he's competing with. And maybe a little bit of Josh Blackwell, I suppose, a drop, but not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think for Kendall Vildor, I mean – I don't know if the, it's not shouldn't be shocking, but when you move up to go get a guy like Tyreek Stevenson, like it's bound to happen that he's coming for your job. And unless you can consistently show that you are the better corner on a whether it's OTA's mini camp, training camp, you're fighting for your job every single day. And it just seems that already at this point, without the pads on, that Bears coaching staff said, we want to see more Tyreek Stevenson, which I think is the right move. But for Kendall Vildor, it's got to be, you know, you can't can't feel good about it as you're kind of Gary Ross it. I'll make you a bet that Kendall Kendall does make the team yeah I, I think yeah I, I, I think they'll pay him it's not we're not talking about 10 million dollars we're talking about three million it's a good uh, backup to have 2.7 team with plenty of money with plenty of money which again um, plenty of opportunity for the Bears to overpay for a couple of one-year guys and free that money up again next year I, I'm assuming that uh, we're going to see that from Ryan Poles here before uh, or during training camp. All right, last one, swing tackle. Come on, Larry Borum. <laughs> Come on, Kellen. Is it Deech? Is that how you Deech. say it? The Deecher? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, where's my, where's my uh, you're, not, you're not throwing in the inter- interior? I mean, I, these are just the ones that I came up with, but, I mean, the center position could be... Center position's up for grabs, man. E- Doug Kramer's got a battle on his hands. With uh, Dieter Eastlin is the other guy that kind of starts at center in the second and third string. ILL. C- Doug Kramer, I'm betting on you. I, you are... You are you're, 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 Come back from you're, injury. You're, you're, you're the Ready? little engine that could, Doug Kramer. <laughs> I love a good undersized center who just fights his way and just yep. somehow makes it in the NFL. I'll be... I will be rooting for him. Um, yeah, and, and, and actually, and going back to the cornerbacks, Herb's making a good point to him. I'm a Jalen Jones guy. He's going to be a factor in this backup competition. He absolutely will. Yeah. He And he got better as the year went on last year, 100%. Absolutely. So, well, that, that makes me – that, uh, you know, Gary, to that point, it, it might you might win that bet that I just made with you, but I'll, I'll still remain positive. Uh, 
All right, quickly. Stock up, stock downs. Out of mini camp. And then we're going to have a freak out at the end of the show that you all want to be here for. Um, <laughs> okay. Stock ups. This is who we put down. DJ Moore, which it's kind of amazed that his, his stock, you just put another one in there that <laughs> I don't agree with, but okay. You don't agree with that. No, I don't. Um, but DJ Moore, I put down Tyler Scott. I thought he had a, uh, he was all over the field. He did have a drop at the goal line, but his speed was evident. Uh, I really, and when you look at that banged up room, I, I do think that he has a, a chance to be more than a practice squad guy here. Plus, I'd like to see him. I wonder if he'll get some opportunity to return some kicks slash punts come training camp slash preseason. Tyreek Stevenson, no doubt. Demarcus Walker, Bears put him in front of the media. That guy could have a huge impact. You put you put in Jaquan Brisker. I would mm-hmm. not put stock up for him, but you can explain why. Okay. I just think he's made a bunch of plays right, throughout OTAs and minicamp and the pick six that he had on Justin Fields, just having, I think, a presence in the back end of that, that Bears defense. I think he's having a good camp so far. Okay. I'll, 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 I, 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 I stand down. debatable. Jervon Dexter, I put him in there because everybody's is a lot of positive comments about Jervon and his size. And then you're putting in Justin Fields. Why is Fields a stock up? I think if you look at the totality, if you look at OTAs and minicamp, I would say he's better. He played better than what, than the – bad days right I mean when you look at uh, OTAs he was uh, there wasn't a yeah, but like that low bar yes he's played better but I think he's like I'm not saying he has without Darnell Mooney without Chase Claypool and already aren't you aren't you excited about the DJ Moore Justin Fields connection did you think it was going to happen just like I, that I, Mark I, seeing I, these deep touchdown passes the in-between double coverage did you think that was going to happen in OTA's minicamp this, this quickly? That's fair. I still wouldn't necessarily say stock up for fields. I, to me, stock st- level. St- I stock stock level. Stock level. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm holding a higher. High bar for. Yes. I, I want okay. like, for, for a real, like, I don't know. Kevin, you got any thoughts on the stock up, stock down? I, I think we're at a point where you can, you can kind of evaluate the individual day-by-day performances. I think that's fair. Um, but. Just in kind of terms of like, we don't really know what's going to happen until the games actually start to play. For sure. Everyone else we're talking about are rookies and, and new new additions. Nick just wants to give Fields love. It's cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's, fine. Fine. It's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I literally I just put that no in here problem. as we're doing yeah. I got no real problem with it. I just, and, you know, and, and Robert Friel, cram being cram again. I'm holding high bar, man. I'm holding high bar for Fields. I'm not just going to give him flowers for, you know. Yeah, like like when I say J- Justin Fields' stock is up, yes, but it's based on a lot of what he did in 2022, not necessarily anything that he did, you know, yeah. and, and the addition of and DJ yeah. Moore. I, uh, what he can do. Yeah. We're projecting here. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's hard. I mean, when, you, when you're talking about someone established, someone who's been here for a few years, it's like, okay, well, what, what would you really need to do in an OTA or a mini camp to really True. kind of shoot up? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what he would need to do for, from, from my standpoint is not be as up and down as he was. He was up and down. He was up and down. And it, was he up and down? He had like one bad practice. No, it was more than that. More than that? Yeah, we, we only commented on one bad practice. Oh. It was, there was like, you'd walk out of there like, eh, wasn't great, but we're not going to say anything. <laughs> it was okay. It was mm-hmm. fine. No big deal. And it is no big deal. Just, yeah, this, but us not listen, overreact to this part. There, there are, there's, look, there's whispers around that building that the Bears are not 
they don't know yet either. Now, there's also whispers all around from, you know, public reports that he's slinging it all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, yes, um, well, we shall see. We shall see. Stock downs. We put Bayless Jones Jr. on there. Chase Claypool. Darnell Mooney's a stock down for me right now. Until he gets healthy, the fact that this is still lingering, and when pushed on it, that Flew said, there, you know, there may be setbacks. Mm-hmm. That perked my ears up. And, Nick, you threw Dominic Robinson on there because you just don't like 91. No, no. I mean, 91 goes, works out as a Bears fit. I hope Dominic Robinson has a, you know, a great 2023 season. They just didn't – I didn't really notice 91. I didn't but notice again, it. But it's nobody yeah, gets noticed it's OTAs, in, in Yeah, it's mini camp. So, training camp, 91, Dominic Robinson. Want to see you uh, either yep. def- beat Darnell Wright or Braxton Jones off the edge. Like, we – that would be good to see. You're making a bet against. You're making a bet against him. That's what's happening. Let's do it. Um, all right. Uh, I got some rookies across the league that stock is up and stock is down, and that's interesting as far as the Bears are concerned. As far as I'm concerned, we'll do that in a second. But uh, CHGO, supported by the Goose Island Beer Company, we love our friends at Goose Island, Chicago's beer. Since 1988, the Goose IPA, the Tropical Beer Hug, the 312 Wheat Ale, which I. Drink daily, the full pocket pills, which the mansion has in his uh, f- refrigerator. Grab an ultra fresh brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house that's on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or head on over to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago. Tell you one beer. thing, my brother in law Pete made a dent in my summertime. Oh, he went after it. He went after it. Did Pete contribute with anything? And he, he did not. That? No. <laughs> Cooking, cleaning, bottle of Just wine. Just came over and drank. Uh, yeah, he came over and drank some of the beers. It was fine. That's a, He's well. I, I drink some of his beers on, on occasion. Okay. But, um, All right. He did like the summertime, though. It's a, it's a good one. Very refreshing. Tastes, tastes really good. Uh, Got to tell everybody about the Common Energy Efficiency Program, which is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Yep, ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Kevin, lots going on there. How exactly does it all work? Well, this is how it works, Nick. An authorized engineer works with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually, and they last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, do not wait. Well, you can get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash powering biz. Do you say comed.com slash powering biz? I sure did. So go schedule it today. Let's go. Let's go. Um, on tomorrow's show, we're going to take a look at some potential contract extensions when the Hogalicious comes calling back. Um, and we got some special guests that I will not release right now who are going to be coming in studio as well. Uh, so that's exciting. A lot going on here mm. as we keep you entertained heading into we're, training tomorrow, camp. We're, we're remote tomorrow. 
Right, so we'll do it on the remote show then tomorrow. Oh, okay. But no, no special guest tomorrow. That show's at oh. noon, right? Tomorrow? That show's at noon. Okay. Yep, yep. Sorry. Is this a brag special guest or a different special guest? No, it's oh. not a brag special guest. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a whole that, other. That's a brag's guest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. that, that's right. That'll be, that'll be on Brag's After Dark Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Brag's <laughs> After Dark. Bad. Uh, Did you see Bragg's uh, <laughs> home improvement project? He, like extended his I driveway. I wasn't impressed, honestly. I, was. I gotta be honest. You weren't impressed? I was not impressed. I thought there'd be bricks. Died. And it was just those like big, you know, those big square yeah. things. That it didn't look that it looked great. It level. Oh, I'm sure it was perfectly level. but looked better than what I would do. Yeah, so. yeah, I wouldn't do it. The guy steps away from bricklaying for five seconds, and he already has to take on a massive project to fill, just to, just fill the hole. I get it. I get it. By the way, I, I need shelves put in. I need I, I need my uh, what do you call those things that uh, help with the sound with the TV? Soundbar. The soundbar, right? Yeah, that. Um, if, you know, Gregory, you owe me two lunches. We could trade that out for some, some other labor. stuff. <laughs> it's too long. We can make a third bet if you'd like to, so I can really get there. All right. So, I on other training camps. <clears throat> Let's go to Carolina first. Okay, going to Carolina. You guys see how Bryce Young is doing? No, I haven't, haven't paid attention too much to Bryce Young. How is that uh, little guy doing? You see this, Kevin? <laughs> I'm seeing it now a notion. Yeah. yeah. Bryce Young has been, quote, as advertised, living up to all expectations the Panthers had when they selected him number one overall. From his ability to process information to making all the throws to earning the respect of his teammates. This is David Newton writing at ESPN.com. Listen to this. He, he, uh, uh, he's on a clear path to be the week one starter. He's already been elevated past Andy Dalton. Quote from DJ Chark, everybody is here for him, and we believe he can take us to some really high places. Now, does anybody having a heart attack reading that? No. no. Even a mini two, heart two attack. Two reactions here. One, this is exactly the line that should be coming out of camp when you draft a number one guy overall. But it's not No one's going to say that they suck. With the book. You're right. You're right. But they're not saying the same thing on C.J. Stroud and or Anthony Richardson. Keep going. Number two. This is exactly what we should have been hearing about Justin Fields going into the 2021 season. We weren't hearing it. <laughs> and instead we we're saying Andy Dalton is QB1. Well, so. that, that, was a, that was a Matt Nagy in the comments problem. He's now talking about passing on Young as a mistake. You're a funny man, Matt Nagy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fields, they, they, they absolutely made a mistake in not figuring out that he should have been the starter. And Herb's like, good for Bryce, just go 0-17. Bryce Young, impressive, <laughs> impressive young man, right? Mm -hmm. Still has not played an actual snap preseason or otherwise. Like, let, let's pump the brakes here a little bit. Okay. And, Fair, uh, rational take. And, and I'm we, just we, telling I'm, I'm, Are you going to – how's this? Will you be paying attention remotely closely to how Bryce Young does this year? Absolutely, because we need him to drop a lot of games. Okay. True. Yeah. I, I will be more upset if he is good because it means the Bears have a worse pick rather than, like, if people actually go and, and do, you know, uh, 2020 vision or whatever. Or what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Hindsight, Hindsight. is 20. Uh, hindsight. Yeah. If people go back and say, oh, well, the Bears should have traded Justin Fields and, and drafted Bryce Young, like, that's – no one was doing that in April. Nobody. No, it was – a. 
very minimal conversation at the time, and it, I think it got shut down real quick because by the way the Bears were acting, and it was clear that, that Ryan Poles in his second year as a GM was not going to make a bet on a guy who stands 5'10 and weighs 180 <laughs> right. pounds. He just wasn't going to do it, and I get it. So, but it, but By the way, he's still 5'10 and weighs 180 pounds. <laughs> he does, but he's, he's, he's getting some nice, some nice love. Uh, not quite the same, but so Nick Sirianni... Um, talking about Jalen Carter over in Philly, who, of course, the Bears passed on. Quote, I think you just see their athletic ability and drill work. He's talking about both Carter and Nolan Smith, the Georgia guys. You're seeing the things that we saw, obviously, on tape of what they do well and the power, their athletic ability, their personalities. And apparently, Jalen Carter, as far as OTAs go, dude was in fine shape. He was able to get through all the drills. That's paying attention to Jalen Carter. Now, if he has a huge year, is anybody going to freak out? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, there yeah, be that, a that's a yes. <laughs> I got a yes. All right. But I think he's just he's in the perfect situation in Philly. When you look at the, the roster that's in place, all the defensive linemen they have, all the Georgia players they have, like that's, that's a nice little home for Jalen Carter. I don't know if that would have been the same here. But if you were a potential overall number one pick, it's true. And if you're a guy that someone spent the ninth pick on and plus a, a fourth rounder, you shouldn't need the perfect situation around you to come in and be mf her from the start. Like, I agree. And and I don't think the question is about what he can do on the field. It's off of it. That was the whole – that's the whole thing with Carter. Did the well, Bears have I, enough in yeah, place? That pro to, day, though, was – Yeah, no, it wasn't good. Well, and look, he prioritized the quarterback, wanted to get him help. Right. So – I mean that, that that's going to be a that's that will be a decision that we draft polls on, right? And we've we've already he already has a couple of bad decisions with with Valus Jones Jr. The Chase um, I think right now. the Chase Claypool. The, the, I don't know if you're willing to throw Kyler Gordon in there yet, but nah, not yet, not yet from not for yet for me. It's creeping. It's a little creepy for me. Oh. Uh, not, not. I, I mean, I think he's fine. I just, I'm not super excited about it, but I think it's fine. Uh, no, he might be a fine player, but it's like, yeah. It's, is it going to be a at, at the end of the day? Is it going to be a win for Ryan Poles on his draft record? I don't know. I, I, I would bet no. I, I bet it's you know C plus, B minus or uh, Peter Skaronski into the starting lineup as a left guard, um, which. Uh, you know, they, the Titans gave him some snaps at left tackle, but they are moving him right into the starting lineup. By the way, he hasn't uh, started uh, – he hasn't played left guard since sixth grade, but they're like – they look at him like he can literally play anywhere. Okay. Just, you know we'll – That was the selling point, right? Yeah, so they're, 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 that's what's happening with Skaronsky. Uh I thought this was funny reading about Jack Campbell as uh, Dan Campbell is already going at him. I think with – quote, I think with any young player up in Detroit, he's smart enough to understand what's going on, but he's not processing it fast enough because he's young. Gets on him fast. The speed of the game's different, and that'll come. Perhaps the Lions made a mistake overdrafting a linebacker in the first round that most people had was going to be in the third round. Yes, he probably got overdrafted. I like Jack Campbell, though. Go Hawks. I know. He's a, he's a Hawkeye. How about you want to hear how Jackson Smith and Jigba's doing? I do. Yes. Um, Geno Smith, quote, he's so impressive. Very smooth route runner. Natural hands. Also, the game is not too big for him. You can see he's got that self-confidence that you look for. And he burned ILL Devin Witherspoon on a, wither, on a wheel route for a touchdown. A lot of people wanted JSN around here. If it's a I, little I'm, easier I'm with DJ Moore. Kevin right now. With, with <laughs> well, but here's the thing: like you can <laughs> go, we can go through, <laughs> we can go through the clips of the, the you know from Bears Camp the last two months, 
And we're going over here going nuts over, oh, look at Roshan Johnson, man. He cleaned up some water bottles. Like, th- this is how it works. People yeah. come in, people say nice things about them until proven otherwise. That's right. Yeah. That's right. There's more, there was nice things said about Quentin Johnson. Johnson, uh, Derwin James, quote, he's that guy. Him being able to get open, him being able to have the confidence to be able to go through his drills and be able to, every catch, he's finishing his runs. He, he dropped because they were they, worried catch. about the drops. Yeah. Yeah. But... My guy, the Danimal, Dan Hampton, thought he was the best wide receiver in the draft. And Zay Flowers, they're going nuts about him. Lamar Jackson, Zay is shifty. Zay is very fast, explosive. He can stop on a dime. Zay. I like Zay. I'm just paying attention to, you know. Because the Bears made a fairly bold selection with Darnell Wright. I think it was, a, you know, it was, it made sense. But there were a lot of dudes that, in theory, could have either had, one who could have massively impacted the defense, I wouldn't have taken him, but I'm going to pay attention because, you know, that we have the right here to second guess and third guess, or not even the right, but just that's what we do. And then, uh, you know, you, it'll be interesting to see if, if any of those wide receivers are just absolutely dominant. It's, it'll, it'll, be, it'll hurt a little bit at least. I don't know if it will, though, Mark, because, look, if Justin Fields is putting up numbers because he's able to stay upright, Okay. Like that. I mean, that's also so, that's the thing with Darnell Wright. Like he's never going to get as much recognition as literally any of these guys. Probably uh, Skaronsky's probably in the same boat because he's an offensive lineman. But if Justin Fields is uh, one healthy, slinging it and getting DJ more involved, then that Darnell Wright pick looks a lot better. If Khalil Herbert's running the ball more effectively yep. too, like that's the thing. Like Darnell Wright's never going to get the love that a lot of these guys that well, we just talked about are going to get. And we and we can't give Darnell Wright as much love right now because there are no pads and you're not going yep. to be able to see it. Although Cole Komet said he did the greatest somersault in the history of somersaults <laughs> for a 330-pound being. So, listen, maybe Ryan Pulse did an absolute home run with Darnell Wright. Just got to wait and see. But I, I, I do think, it, hey, Bears fans, it is okay to have an eye open and just see what the other rookies are doing. And I Right now in another universe, another team podcast is talking about Darnell Wright quotes and that, that somersault. Maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> did you see this? Darnell Wright, like, you know. Yeah, well, hey, right. Maybe down in Arizona, they're looking at uh, although Paris Johnson Jr. is getting a lot of nice love too. So I don't know. It's always been my morning. Just checking out the old uh, rookies around. What would bother you more? Let me just ask you this: Bryce Young is the greatest quarterback ever, or or Jalen Carter is eating quarterbacks? Which one would bug you more? (laughs) Jalen Carter. I think Jalen Carter. I, I I wanted Jalen Carter a lot. Lawrence, you got to take so. on this one? I don't know. I don't really <laughs> care. You want the show to be over? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. All right. We're, uh, I guess we're at the end. Sorry. This is the end. This we is the it. end as we know it. Uh, Hogue's back tomorrow. I guess the show's remote, I learned on this show. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> although Tuesdays have been remote for a while, so I should have known that. Um, yeah. It's always good to end the show on a positive note like looking up and seeing Ronaldo Sloan can car- can Karen be replaced no I can't I stapled myself to this chair there's <laughs> nobody can replace me Ronaldo going nowhere buddy. irreplaceable we're all replaceable Ronaldo they always they think about firing me every single day so we'll see maybe I'll be here tomorrow <laughs> maybe I won't that's the way it is need you for uh, softball Karen hey shout out oh, so 8 o'clock tonight I know you all want to come out to uh, Mozart Park and see the CHGO softball team you're batting second tonight Nick you've been crushing it in the two hole so. let's do it 
Got a new it's looking up. like July 10th will be my debut. July 10th? Hey, yes. let's go. So right. Circle the date on the calendar. There we go. We're Breaking waiting for news. Lawrence. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Everybody have a great rest of your day. Next show coming up here is... Anybody? Who knows it? Black Who knows Hawks. The schedule? Hawks. Here Two come years. the Hawks. The head of content. The mighty. Yeah. Black Hawks. Boyson's in the building. He looks ready. All right. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Thanks for watching. Appreciate all the likes. Appreciate all the comments. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. Oh, that's it. We're done, huh? Oh.